This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. But I want to start off talking about a big item on the federal government's agenda, and that is moving towards plain packaging on cigarettes. They have talked about wanting to follow the lead of Australia. They haven't announced officially what's going to happen yet, but they have said as far as trying to remove any sort of branding and marketing material from cigarette packaging, packages that it's probably going to be a matter of when rather than if. And this is something that is part of a continued trend we've seen by governments, federal and provincial, at trying to do really trying to curb what cigarette companies are able to do, what tobacco companies are able to do. And underscoring this, a lot of people say, well, okay, yeah, smoking's bad, so therefore anything the government does is going to be helpful. But we haven't always seen that translation. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, plain packaging push here. The president of JTI McDonald Corp uh, wrote a piece in the Sun Media Papers just a couple of weeks ago that basically says plain packaging doesn't work. Plain packaging isn't going to be helpful in doing what the government says it's going to do. It's actually going to further encourage people to operate outside of the law in general. And I wanted to actually welcome to the program Caroline Evans, who is the Director of Corporate Affairs and Communications for JTI McDonald. Caroline, thank you very much for your time this afternoon. I greatly appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me, Andrew, and congratulations on your wedding. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about where the push for this came, because I know that uh, this has obviously been an ongoing uh, battle in in, uh, some provinces, for example, with how uh, tobacco products can be displayed or whether they can be displayed at all. Uh, But as far as the plain packaging goes, was there actually a push for this that we saw, apart from just having seen it in other countries? Well, what happened was on May 31st, the federal government launched a public consultation on plain packaging. But at that time they announced it, they said they're committing to going ahead. And they were doing a public consultation, not whether they should move ahead, but how they should do it. So over over the course of the summer, we've been watching it and saw very little public debate about it and became concerned that it was an issue that was really being rushed through with, most importantly, no proof that it will work and really no input from Canadians. What type of input, though, I guess, would would really be required on this? Because to me, it it doesn't sound like something that has really appealed to anything other than, yeah, it sounds like we're doing something about an issue. Well, we were really concerned, so we did a, a survey to find out how many Canadians were aware about the policy in general and about this consultation taking place, and found that only one in 10 Canadians had heard about it or could explain what it was about. And so from our perspective, this was concerning. So we think it's an issue that does impact Canadians, um, not just smokers. And we wanted to make sure that um, that both sides of the argument were highlighted and that Canadians had a chance to understand more about the policy and also some of the negative consequences that the government really hadn't been talking about. 
And you alluded to this in your introduction. What we've seen from Australia, which has had plain packaging for almost four years, is that it simply hasn't worked. They've had this plain packaging in place, um, and what's happened is there's been no further reduction in smoking rates, and in fact, there's been an alarming increase in the amount of illegal tobacco that's sold, 21%, in fact, since plain packaging has come into place. So this has further moved people towards contraband tobacco products? It does. What happened in Australia is that people started switching to cheaper products, including illegal and unregulated cigarettes. And with plain packaging, the danger is that you're making it really cheap and really easy for criminals to counterfeit. So right now, we've got 75% health warnings on every pack of legal cigarettes, and that leaves 25% of branding. And when you take that branding away and you say that the pack has to be a uniform color, you mandate the font, you mandate the font size, then it becomes all of a sudden really easy to make a perfect pack of cigarettes. And in Canada, we've got about 20% of the market that's already illegal, which is a huge problem. And with plain packaging, that problem will get worse. I guess this brings around the question of what you think or what your company thinks is going to be the, the best road moving forward, because obviously the idea of having graphic labels was resisted by uh, many players in the tobacco industry, and, and we have those, as you mentioned, uh, making up three-quarters of the pack. Do you think that the status quo is where we should be at long-term? Well, people don't start smoking because of the packaging, so changing the look of the pack won't make a difference. I think everyone agrees that minors should not smoke and shouldn't have access to tobacco products, so the most effective way to do that is to make sure that they can't purchase them. So in Canada and around the world, um, we support programs to make sure that retailers are complying with the law and not selling to kids. Um, the problem with plain packaging and some of the other regulation, like the flavor ban on menthol that we've seen, is it actually just drives more people to the illegal market where you don't have those age controls in place. So it becomes easier for kids to access tobacco instead of harder. And in Australia, after plain packaging, really alarmingly, they actually saw that 17,000 more minors started smoking after plain packaging was in place. So there was actually an increase in minors smoking in Australia. There was. The numbers from the government in 2013 uh, show that there were 17,000 more minors. Now, of course, the numbers don't point to cause. What they do say is that the policy simply isn't effective. Here's the thing, though. I mean, the government's moves on this, whether it's plain packaging or whether it was going back uh, several years, the graphic labeling, or whether it's anything that has been dealt with as far as the retail side of this thing, is motivated to trying to reduce the numbers of smoking. Is that fair to say that that's what the government's trying to do here? Yeah, that's fair. And I think plain packaging may sound like a viable course for any government. But when you really take a step back and look at that policy closely and look at the policy after it was implemented in Australia, you can see that it's really just not effective. But I guess that where I wanted to get your take on this is do you think that reducing the number of smokers is a good thing or a bad thing? I think everyone's objective is to make sure minors don't start start smoking in the first place, and we absolutely support that. Tobacco is a product that carries risk to health, and we openly acknowledge that, and no smoker should smoke without being aware of those risks. I'd say in Canada, smokers are already highly aware of those risks. You can't see cigarettes when you go into a store. 
and the pack is already 75% of the package. Um, in, in Canada, like in Australia, smoking rates are declining. But the key issue for us here on this is that plain packaging didn't do anything to speed that up. So if the government's looking for an effective policy, um, it's not plain packaging. And what we would say is the best thing to do is to really tackle that illegal market where you've got 20% of cigarettes that are unregulated, untested, that are being consumed by Canadians. So that would be the best tobacco control measure the government could take on. Uh, but, I mean, those things that you just talked about, like the graphic labeling, like having them uh, concealed in the store, are those things that if you could, you'd roll back? We accept the regulations that, that's out there, and we accept all regulation that is reasonable, por- proportionate, and most importantly, evidence-based. And that's been the really frustrating thing. We've got this new government that's come in um, and committed to Canadians to be evidence-based and to rely on evidence when making decisions. And when we look at plain packaging, and we knew that it was their intention to bring it in, yeah. our frustration is there really wasn't a debate, and they're not relying on any, any evidence. And we think it's really important that the government take a step back, look at the evidence, and reflect on those negative consequences before moving ahead with it. Uh, You mentioned a few moments ago that people, generally speaking, are not going to decide whether to smoke or not based on the packaging. So I guess the question there is why bother campaigning against this if people are going to, just as you've indicated, make a decision regardless of what's on the actual box? I would say three things there, and those are the three things that we're really trying to highlight in the both sides of the argument campaign. The first one is that in that that poll that we did I mentioned earlier, um, the majority of Canadians don't think plain packaging is necessary or a good use of government resources. I think it's important for government to know that. The second is that when you ban brands... It makes it easy for criminals to sell illegal tobacco. And three, um, it really is a slippery slope. If the government sets a precedent by banning branding on cigarettes, then what's next? I think it's it's likely that we'll start seeing um, health warning restrictions on soft drinks, on alcohol, on a whole number of other goods that also carry risk to health. So while this, this is this is a, a concern to us. I think it's really a much wider concern to Canadians because it does have an impact um, on our society, whether you smoke or not, when we look at where this could possibly go next. Has there been enough uh, consultation, in your view, of the tobacco industry by the federal government? Because if they haven't consulted the public, you would hope anyway that they were actually consulting direct stakeholders on this. Well, I would say no, and, that, and that's been a huge frustration. It, they launched the consultation at the end of May. So they did it over, over the summer months. And when they launched it, they said they'd already made a decision to move ahead. So it begs the question, what are they really consulting on? And two, they hadn't even done a cost-benefit analysis to find out what the cost and some of those negative consequences will, will be. So we were concerned that it, the decision had been made prior to the consultation even being launched. And then when the consultation was launched, uh, it wasn't publicized well. And we were really alarmed to find how few Canadians were aware that this, this was even being considered. Uh, joining me on the line is Caroline Evans, Director of Corporate Affairs and Communications for JTI McDonald, as we talk about plain packaging on cigarettes, uh, getting the other side from what we've been hearing from government representatives. Caroline, thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Thanks for having me, Andrew. All right, my pleasure. Have to take a break here. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about this, and I want to get to whether or not this is going to do what the government says it's going to do, which is make people safer, which is uh, make people less prone to pick up a bottle of alcohol, if that's what we're going after, whether we're less likely to go to a casino, if that's what we're going after, or in this case, less likely to pick up a pack of cigarettes. 
Now, I think branding, logos, designs, these things may sway people from brand to brand. But at the same time, I also don't think that they're actually making people smoke. I don't think someone's looking up and seeing, you know, nice red packaging and gold letters and saying, you know what? Yes, I want to try that smoking thing, especially when they are hidden behind cabinets in a great many jurisdictions. But I want to hear what you think about this. You can give me a ring at 403-974-8255, 403-974-8255, or toll-free 1-800-563-7770. You can also text me to 770-770. This is Andrew Lawton, guest hosting here on Afternoons on News Talk 770. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.